Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast, your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about all topics in the world of lingerie, hosiery, and much more. Enjoy today's episode. Today is episode four of Scarlet Secrets, and I am your host, Scarlet. Today, I wanted to talk to you about self care. So, this has become quite the buzzword, especially at the moment. Everybody is in uh, some variation of lockdown due to COVID, um, and we've all been here for a year or so now. It's getting uh, quite difficult. Isolation is tough, um, and everybody's advice everywhere is self-care. But what does self-care really mean? Um, I see a lot of people posting on social media, uh, pictures of them in a wonderful bath with lots of bath bombs and a face mask and all of these very um, stereotypically feminine beauty products. And I'm not sure if that really is what we mean by the words self-care. I know that after each session uh, that I have uh, with my therapist, she always tells me, uh, don't forget to focus on self-care this week between sessions. And that is wonderful advice. However, I often spend more time stressing about what that actually means than doing anything that would obviously seem to contribute as self-care. So I've been taking some time lately to sit down and think about what it means to me. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I love a bubble bath as much as the next person, but if I just run a bath, I sit there and then I stress about whether I'm doing it right and I guilt trip myself uh, for not doing something more productive and I just sit there and I wonder what other people do and that I'm not doing it right and all this time whilst I should be resting and rejuvenating and taking care of myself all I'm doing is making myself feel bad and awful and I really don't think that that is uh, what self-care is about. So I have been listening to um, a lot of, well, listening and reading uh, to a lot of things by Esther Perel. Um, She influences me a lot in uh, relationships and that kind of thing. Um, And in one of her articles, um, she stated that being in our bodies is not about performance or results. And that's something that has really stuck with me and has been the the main influence in today's um, episode. I started to think about the fact that the places that I look for uh, self-care suggestions are places like Instagram, Pinterest or other social media networks. And it occurred to me that if people are taking lots of photos of their 
luxurious, uh, fancy-looking bubble baths and posting them on the internet, then actually they're probably not that engaged in their own body. They are, um, for whatever reason, seeking external validation from hundreds of thousands of strangers that they don't know. And whilst that might be something that really works for you, I personally find uh, using social media to be quite stressful at times, and that is not at all relaxing for me. So I realise that I'm trying to compare myself to a standard that I don't actually want to align with, um, and how pointless and ridiculous that is. And I couldn't stop thinking about this, the idea, it's, it's not about performance or results. And I think something that I really give myself a hard time over is that anything that um, feels like self-care doesn't feel productive. Um, I'm self-employed, I work as a model, as a content creator, um, as a writer. Uh, I, I do a lot of things, but they're all self-employed. So if I am not actively having an immediate output, I, it makes me feel unproductive and I feel very guilty about that. So this idea that being in your body isn't about being productive, I kind of let me, uh, I guess, let myself off the hook a little bit. And I started to think about how I measure productivity. And I think because of... Um, the way that we live our lives, especially at the moment, everything is online, everything is social media based, and we're very, very used to getting some kind of instant gratification. So we post an image online and immediately it gets likes, comments, retweets, shares, um, or you know whatever it is that's relevant to that platform. Uh, we want something, we Google it, and immediately it comes up, we get the information that we want. We're very, very, very used to this idea of instant gratification. And I think for me, I've come to relate productivity to also being some kind of instant result. Um, so if I am having a bath, for example, okay, yeah, the result might be that I'm clean, but there, you know, there are much quicker ways to go about that. And classifying it as self-care and I am sat there stressing about it, I don't immediately feel like I've taken care of myself. It doesn't feel like I've accomplished anything. Um, and I think this is an, an awfully bad uh, mindset to get into. Thinking that everything that I do has to have an output, has to have results, has to produce something. So I tried to think about different ways of framing that. Um, and that perhaps self-care isn't about having completing, but it's about contributing to my ongoing physical and mental well-being. Exploring what pleasure means to me, what sensual feels like. And all of those things are a journey, an ongoing process, a long-term goal. And whilst I might not see any immediate effects to my physical or mental health after doing one act of self-care, 
if I keep at it and I reassess in six months, a year, five years, maybe I'll realise that actually all of these small things have helped massively in ways that I didn't even realise that they could. So, now that I've changed my mindset and I'm trying to see self-care as being this ongoing contribution rather than an instant immediate output, I start to think about what are the things that I do every day. So what are my routines? And are there any of those routines that I take time to indulge in? Are there any of those routines that I take from being just a standard thing that I do to being more of a ritual? And the first thing that came to mind is that every morning um, I enjoy having cereal for breakfast. I have the same cereal almost every day, which is definitely a routine. But over the past, I don't know, six months or a year, I decided to make more of an effort. I decided that I would add my favourite mixed nuts, seeds, berries and covered in honey and always accompany it with a cup of tea in my favourite mug. And I've noticed that it has transformed something that was just a, a habit, a routine that I have to do every day. I have to feed myself in the morning. Uh, and now it's become a thing that I, I really enjoy. Um, and now that I enjoy it, I realise that I take time to do that. So whether that is sitting in bed and eating my breakfast, drinking a cup of tea with my girlfriend, or whether that is sitting on the sofa and doing a Sudoku, or watching my favourite episode of something that's come out on TV, I actually take more time to do something that makes me feel nice, rather than eating my breakfast and immediately starting work, or doing whatever it is that I need to get on with that day, and it just being a, a thing that's in the way, and... Uh, that I don't view positively and it's only been less than a year I'd say that I've been doing this and it doesn't take much more time in the morning to set this up but it really does help me to start the day uh, with a much more positive mindset I feel really indulgent uh, I feel grateful and that sometimes sets me on a journey of you know starting the day with perhaps a gratitude list or taking the time to consider what it is that I want to achieve that day. So the the small change from just getting up, eating my cereal and moving on to taking, I don't know, anything from an extra five minutes to an extra half an hour to enjoy that first meal of the day has really changed my attitude towards mornings. And I hated getting up in the morning and now I really look forward to it. So with that in mind, what are the other things that I could do or that I'm already doing um, to contribute to my overall happiness and emotional state of being. Uh, a few things that I came up with um, are things like having a lot of plants around the house. There's no need for me to have plants, but I love them and I love them so much and I enjoy taking the time to water them, to move them around, to decorate the place that I am living and being around them makes me feel better. So maybe owning and caring for plants is also a form of self-care.
enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from around the globe introduce you to more than 460 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 5,000 reviews online right now and you can join us from only $7.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. So, use the promo code PODCAST when buying a 3, 6 or 12 month membership and we'll give you an extra 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it each time you renew your membership. Please note this is not applicable to the monthly membership. So, after listening to the rest of this podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. Now that led me on to other things of thinking that um, self-care is often kind of seen as this solo task. It's a it's self-care, it's just about you and you have to do it on your own. And whilst there is a lot of benefit to spending time alone, enjoying your own company and being more comfortable in that space, I don't think it's actually a requirement for self-care to be a solo activity. In fact, I don't really know who came up with that idea. And I don't know whether it's even just, it could just be me that has thought that in my head. I'm not sure. But I think it's okay to enjoy yourself in the company of other people. I think it's okay if that's what makes you feel genuinely emotionally enriched, if that sharing with somebody else is the things that make you happy, then why shouldn't that contribute with self-care? I think um, engaging in things like play, playfulness, childish fun can be the most effective and direct ways to experience joy and pleasure and if that isn't what self-care is all about then I'm not sure that I see the point. So whether that be playing board games with multiple people especially during a pandemic this is something that's quite difficult but there's so many apps and websites now that you can do that with friends and if you if playing games is what makes you happy and doing that with other people makes you even happier then that why how is that not self-care um things like decorating the space in which you live whether that be with plants pictures flowers magazines figurines whatever it is that you like i would say that's self-care um this kind of uh recognition and realization that it doesn't have to be a solo task led me to thinking about my favourite self-care activities that I'd never even classed as self-care before. Now my top number one is dancing around the kitchen like an absolute idiot whilst my girlfriend prepares dinner. I find it such a wonderfully light-hearted and playful way to connect with my own body, to explore movement, sensation, to really feel in myself. But all while not taking myself too seriously, not putting any expectation on that, not requiring any output, just enjoying the moment, being silly, being playful, and being very comforted by 
the presence of somebody that I love. Um, other things are that I've really started to enjoy going shopping and making shopping a, a fun and playful time. There are not many shops that are open at the moment, but you know we have to go to the supermarket occasionally. Um, we have to go to the hardware store occasionally. And just last week, uh, whilst in the hardware store, me and my girlfriend each grabbed a broomstick and jousted down the aisle at each other. And it was so silly and playful and we could have got kicked out, I'm sure. But it was fun and it made doing a task that we had to do feel enjoyable, feel pleasant, feel like it was taking care of ourselves, taking care of our playful nature and nurturing that kind of inner child and letting us explore, just having fun in a very playful way. Um, I think as somebody who struggles with CPTSD, um, I find certain kinds of self-care can be quite difficult. And especially if it's anything that is to do with um, sex or being sexual. Um, My PTSD comes as a result of um, quite a lot of physical, emotional and sexual violence. Um, So I really struggle to engaging anything that I see as obviously being self-care if I don't feel safe. Um, Self-care to me at least feels like an act of vulnerability, kind of lowering my protective walls and acknowledging the emotions that are trapped within them. Um, To be able to enjoy uh, self-care, it really sometimes takes some convincing myself that I am worthy of enjoyment and pleasure and sensuality and I'm worthy of these moments that I can take for myself to improve my mental and physical well-being. Um, I think for anybody that has suffered any kind of trauma or abuse, feeling worthy is so difficult and feeling pressured into things, it just makes it so much worse. And I realised that when I started out on this self-care journey where I was just sat in a lukewarm water in the bathtub with a slimy face mask on my face I was just I was feeling awful and I think that the root cause of that was that I didn't feel like I was worthy of giving myself that time that attention and that self-love so now I try to do things with a lot more um intention uh I would love to be able to masturbate whenever I feel in need of self-care, easily have an orgasm, feel loads better and move on with my day. That would be great, but that's not how my trauma manifests. (laughs) So I've done a lot of work to try and relieve uh, the pressure of arousal and uh, sexual activities. Um, Ways that I've done that is finding things that contribute to making me feel sexy and incorporating them into other daily or weekly activities, other routines. Um, I personally am all about atmosphere. I love a place to smell right, to have nice lighting, to be the right kind of temperature. 
all of these things make me feel very safe and safety for me is what then allows me to be vulnerable and then what allows me to take care of myself and my own needs. So how, what does that actually mean? Uh, for me, that means that sometimes in the afternoon I will burn a nice incense stick in the room that I'm going to be in later that evening. I find if I'm in the room while it's burning it can be a little bit too intense. I like to check on it so it doesn't set fire or anything like that, but um, just letting it kind of gently add an aroma to the room, or perhaps using an infuser or other room sprays, things that smell nice to me. Um, I enjoy listening to music and I tend to listen to very different music when I want to relax, when I want to feel sensual than I might do whilst I'm working or training or doing other activities. So I've now come to associate certain smells and certain kinds of music with relaxation. Uh, something else that I love, as I said, is lighting. Um, so I often have many, many, many candles about the house. And whilst I am at home in an evening, if I'm just watching TV or I'm doing something that just feels nice and calm, maybe I'm weaving or doing a craft, I like to put the candles on and really create that nice atmosphere. And it reinforces a feeling of safety, of pleasure, of enjoyment in those activities that I'm doing. Um, so all of these things, I then notice that actually maybe these are self-care acts. Maybe lighting candles in an evening, that is self-care. That, that's it, it's done. I don't need to put loads of pressure on it to be something, to make it Instagram worthy. It's just about doing small things that make me feel nice, that add to my experience. Um, of course, uh, these acts aren't anything directly to do with my body, but they have become familiar. They've become comfortable and indulgent. So when I do want to be sexual, whether that's with myself or with my partners, I'm able to bring these things together and create a space that already feels safe before I begin to be intimately vulnerable. And I think taking the time to set up the environment means that I'm thinking about intention. It takes me away from any traumatic experiences where my needs were not worthy and not considered um, and puts me in a space where I feel safe and I'm reminding my body that it's okay, that it's okay to explore, that it's okay to be vulnerable, that it's okay to enjoy things, to learn about my body, to explore new things, to discover what it is that I like and what I don't like. I think, for me, discovering my body in a physical way is a very big deal. Overcoming my history and taking back control is something that I'm actively putting a lot of work into. I'm doing a lot of very intense trauma therapy. But I don't want to make self-care all about my body and all about sex. Whilst those things are wonderful, I also want to think about the other things that I do to contribute to my ongoing emotional and physical health. Uh, what other acts are there that I do that are self-care? Um, the time that I spend in the garden, for example. Uh, I am working with my body, I am using my body physically, so I am focusing on being in myself and uh, 
using energy and working out, but it is also creating an environment that makes me smile every time I look at it. Or when I'm crafting macrame plant hangers, for example. Um, when I am reading articles and listening to podcasts that all are purely for enjoyment, but also sometimes these things, I find them very educational and they help me form opinions and all of this contributes to connecting with myself and looking after myself. So I want to ask you today, what are your favourite forms of self-care? What does self-care mean to you? And have you considered other ways to look at it rather than just being the very glamorised, typically feminine type activities that we see on social media? Now, I know I started off by saying that, you know, I found bath time very stressful and very uh, difficult because I was just guilt-tripping myself and stressing. But... Uh, I bring this episode to you from the bath because I have now uh, learnt to bring a lot of things that I like into that space. So the candles, the smell, all that kind of thing. And I set my intention. My intention today was to create this podcast episode to share with you. Um, But after this, it's going to be about indulging, about feeling the water on my skin, about enjoying this time that is just for myself, thinking over things that I love, memories, fun times, things that make me feel happy, and I am going to indulge in this moment and really, really enjoy it. So please do uh, get in touch. Uh, Of course, you can find uh, me on laundrylowdown.com, and if you use my code SCARLET10, you will get a 10% discount on any 3, 6 or 12 month subscription. You can find me on Twitter as Scarlet Secrets. You can find me on Instagram as Scarlet underscore Rose. And there are many other places that I am. Uh, I'm on onlyfans.com forward slash Scarlet Rose. There are many, many places that um, I am online. Of course they're all different because I like to make it very difficult um (laughs) but i hope you have enjoyed uh today's episode thank you for joining me and if you have any feedback uh i would love to hear it i'd really love to hear what it is that makes you feel like you are taking care of yourself taking control of your body taking control of your environment your space your time your energy and doing things that contribute and turn your daily routines into a wonderful, luxurious ritual. Thanks for joining us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get an extra 10% off a three, six or 12 month membership today.